Yesterday, we landed off with a tremendously difficult issue in the words of the Ramachal. He presented to us the idea of tshuva almost as a revisionist approach towards history. I don't know if that's the correct terminology. But along the lines of, you look at history and then you rewrite the events that occurred. And his question is, since the Midas Aden is absolute, which means that there is no overlooking of even the smallest infringement, just as there is no overlooking of even the smallest good deed, where does the Midas Hayrachamim come into things? And he answered by saying there are three areas where the Midas Hayrachamim cooperates with the Midas Hadin, and that is in the area of the timing of the consequences of the Veira that it should be on the spot it is postponed Rachamim Machar tomorrow you're given a chance to have a tomorrow the punishment that's meted out is not for the detriment of the person but for his rectification and the potential for tshuva rectifying what you did wrong is provided all that's fine and dandy the problem is when the Ramchal goes on to cite two examples of how you would rectify your action in the past and undo what you have done and the two examples he gives he says for example according to the straight letter of the letter of the law if a person murdered if a person committed adultery, he would not be able to rectify what he's done wrong, implying, but now that you have tshuva, you can. On this, we asked ourselves an important kasha, and we said, be if a person doesn't bench, mechalel Shabbos, doesn't have ben adam lemokim, we can understand that Kodesh Baruch can somehow manipulate the spiritual world in order to make it as if, as if it never was. But when the consequences of your sins have a physical ramification, the person's lying dead on the floor, how can you undead him? How can you undo what's been done? We all know the words of Shakespeare. What's done is done and cannot be undone. Ay, 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 ay. I don't think it's ever been said in that type of niggun. <laughs> so whatever the answer the Ramchal gives, it's going to have to address this question of how you can actually undo a mitzvah and a veira ben odom le chaveira as well, not only a mitzvah and a veira ben odom le mokri. So let us peruse further in the words of the Ramchal those of you who are drifting off into slumber, please feel free to do so. It will be, I'm sure, very enriching, possibly more so than what I'm going to tell you. Or maybe not. Says Ramchal, and he continues by saying, we will begin from reading out the question again. Kine, ki hine, 
how can a person fix up that which he has destroyed, perverted? And the chait has already been done. Hare, behold, Sheratzach Hadam et Chavero Emensch hat gehaget sein Freund. Person killed his friend. Haresha Noav, behold, he committed adultery. Eh, Yuchal Sakain Adoraze, how can you fix it up? Ha Yuchal! Is he able? Is he able to do the deed that's been done from reality? Comes along the Ramchal and he says, yes, he can. He can? So now we start to feel the potency of Chuva. Chuva is not just change. Chuva is a complete recreation of reality. Chuva is not repentance. Chuva is recreation. Chuva is a new person exists in the present and the Chidush is not only does a new person exist in the present, that new person exists in the past as well. That's a Chidush Fentonian. Yes? Really? So like if you were 60 years old and did tshuva, so your whole past life was like Kilo, you did it when you like when you were 60, how you behaved when you were 60? So what about the six-year-old who, who behaved really well consistently his whole life and never did tshuva? You mean it comes out that the tzaddikim news out this way? Because what happens is you can go have a good life and this could be taka, many, many, many people go for this for a person says, ah, oh, I'll have a good life, around about 82, I'll do vicious tshuva. And there you go. Not even consciously. You get the best of both worlds. You don't have to set out that way. I'm saying it could happen. Could happen. It could happen. It's hard to do tshuva. They would still be aware of their. But it's, po- it's possible that you could that you could retroactively like. So we'll have to see. We'll have to. In other words, all you can do is you can rewrite history in as much as you can rectify all the things you did wrong, but you can't fabricate doing things right. If a person, if a person never never opened up a Gemara for sixty years, he can't become a mass mass midlimafreya. Oh, I remember when I was in Volosian. <laughs> you were never in Volosian. Now I was. <laughs> remember my chavuses? What chavuses? The ones I just got fifty years ago. Doesn't work like that. So we have to see how it works. We have to understand the mechanic. We have to see how it works. I have a lot of Says the Ramchal, a big chidush. Omnam, however, midas arachamim here and yisenes midas arachamim is that which gives hefech hashoisha dvarim shezocharni shezocharnu. The opposite of the three things mentioned above, that were dahainu sheyutan zman lechoite. There is time given over to the person that deviates. And he is not taken, destroyed from the land the minute he does the deviation. And the punishment itself doesn't destroy him. Part number two. Part number three. And 
tshuva is given to nasein lachaitim bechesed gomu is given to sinners with complete chesed. Now he says the geder. Listen to this geder. This is the definition. She techashev that it is considered akiras harotzoin the uprooting of the will meaning the will to do the Avera, the desire to do the Avera, the want to do the Avera. Uprooting the want to do the Avera is considered ka'akiras hamaase, like the uprooting of the deed. When you uproot the when you uproot the desire not to have ever done that deed, it's ki'ilu, you uproot the deed at the same time. Let us look a little bit further before we start to say possible understandings of this rationale. The Hainu. This is. Shebiyoiz hashav makiris chetoi. When the person who's now doing tshuva recognizes the degree of deviation that has occurred in his previous life. Number one. You need hakoras hachet. Hakoras hachet. Meaning you're able to look back with hindsight and identify deviant behaviors in the past and realize their harmful nature that's called makiras achet you realize it was destructive the Loshan horror you spoke the trait you ate the whatever occurred in the past boy. step number two you need vidui you have to as Americans say, you gotta fess up. Americans say that. Aww. Americans don't say that. Oh gosh. Does anyone say that? Yes, sir. You do. Southerners. Yeah, Paul, come on, fess up. Kind of. Um, so you you must you must confess. You must go to the AB. Again, this should be done between you and you and the Creator. It should not be done in a confessional. The main branch of Orsamach in Australia, Sydney, is a converted monastery. And they left the confessional in there for quite a while. It was an interesting experience. While it was there, I thought, look, let me hop around. I need to joke. So if you sin against somebody, then you have to go to them? That's not confession, that's seeking forgiveness. Confession doesn't mean you begging forgiveness, it means you say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the past, this is what I did. It's a little bit like the first of the 12 steps. I am an alcoholic. I'm not, I'm not. That's just an example. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, put in context. The 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. So the first step is a person has to admit what he is. So in the context of alcoholism, the person would say again, you shouldn't take that it means that I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not. I'm not, okay! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yes, Barrett. I mean, we, so the, he just previously said the Makaras Keto, and then you have to do Vidui to Hashem. But you're saying now, like, so Vidui is like saying, it's just saying what you did. Well, right. Makaras Keto is doing that inside you. Hashem knows Correct. what you did. Correct. Correct. You're, you're recognizing it, so what does the Vidu actually do then? 
great, great point, great point. In other words, even though you recognize, and it could be a hate that's between you and Akash Bolchu, and even though you recognize it and you see how wrong it was, still there is a added component of verbalizing that, and we'll have to understand what role Vidui plays in Shuvah. Why does the hate you, you did have to be on your mouth? Peh. Peh. Why does it have to be on your peh? Vidui peh. It's the only thing that helps. Excellent question. Umizboinein al Step number three is you have to contemplate, meditate on the depth of the destruction in what you have done. Vishav. And now you have to come back. Vishav. And now you have to come back. That's step number four. Umizcharet. Our love, and now step number five is regret. What what kind of regret? Charota gemura, a complete complete regret. Demikora from the outset. Kcharotas haneder mamish, just like a person renegs, regrets over the making of a vow. Shehu misnachem legamre that you have a complete turnover of mind. Misnachem means you have a complete re-understanding. You change your mind completely. Vehoya, and he wants. Vehoya chayfets. He wants. Umishtoykek, and he passionately desires. Shem oilam that never loinase hadavarahu. That this never was loinase hadavar. This the act. I just wish. I just passionately desired that that which was done was never done. Umitzta'er beliboy. Charata was number five. It seems as if there's a number six where it's not just a regret. There's a powerful and overwhelming desire, passionate, emotionally awakened that you wish that you desire that with all your core of your being that this thing never occurred part number seven and you feel a tremendous pain in your heart that this di- that the deed was done and of course now you leave it part eight you never do it again Part 9, not only do you not do it, but if the possibility even comes in your close environs, you flee. If you do all these nine stages, says the Ramchal, Hinei, behold, Akiras Hadavar Miritsoinoi, the uprooting of the thing from your desire, from your want, from your Ratsoin, it's considered like the uprooting of a neder and you are toned. That's the conclusion of the Ramchal's Lomdus of Tshuva. Let me give you a brief introduction to the notion of Charata. Charata's a neder, which seems to be the halachic premise, precedent that the Ramchal uses. A person has it within his ability to make a neder. A neder means that you declare in regard to a particular item, for example, 
a cup of coffee you say this cup of coffee is prohibited to me like a Corbin just like a Corbin becomes totally removed from my usage I'm not allowed to engage in it I can't use it for my own personal benefit so too this cup of coffee I want to make it also a Corbin the result of that declara declaration is it becomes also a Corbin Tucker and if a person then goes and drinks it he's over an Isodoraisa which is liable Malchus for Chive Malchus he creates through his Dibur and Isodoraisa which is in itself a fascinating point how can a mensch shaf an Isodoraisa how can you make an Isodoraisa it's a deep idea why exactly we've been given the Kirch to make the Dorim and what the Kirch is but you see that the Kirch can make an Isodoraisa but the mensch himself can be Mechadesh Dinei which is a huge Chiddush we have to spend time exploring that at a later date right now suffice it to say that you can do it and if you're over the Isur there's an Isur Malkus what happens if a person after being Mechabal the Neder sees it completely impossible to keep when he made the nether that he wasn't going to have this cup of coffee he was awake and alert and he wasn't about to drive his tank into battle and he hasn't slept since and now the alarm is sounded and he has to head for the tanks and there's one cup of coffee left and it's in front of him if he drinks the cup of coffee he'll be alert and it's an issue of pikuach nefesh and if not chas v'sholom not so he can be mischaret and he can say had I known now sorry had I known then what I know now meaning that how desperately I would need this cup of coffee there's no way in the world I ever would have accepted myself upon myself as neder you mischaret that the thing you did you wish you never would have done because you now are aware of other factors which weren't present at the time Okay, that's a bit of a problem but other factors which you didn't realize at the time you know it could be my case is not accurate with Hilchus Nadarim and we have to assume that the 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 war was already it can't be it can't be that the thing that you renege on the nether wasn't present at the time you made the nether so there was the potential for war the war was already underway I'll give you an example for this and we'll I, just to illustrate the case as an aside and then we'll go back to Tshuva um, those of you who are feeling a little bit drowsy please do not um, hesitate to fall asleep Rabbi Akiva you're familiar with what happened with Rabbi Akiva Kalba Savoy's father-in-law made a neder forbidding Rabbi Akiva and Rachel from deriving Hanor from his Nechassim from all his properties he made a neder you can just like you can make a nether to assert something on yourself you can make a nether to assert your things on other people I can make a nether that the cup of coffee that I have is also to the whole world or to a particular individual and if that indiv individual then has a cup of coffee so then they're over an issue no then they're annoying us assuming they do not good so Kalba Sabua made an issue nether on all his properties to his son-in-law and daughter Rebecca what was his motivation for doing so? Rebbe Kiva was an Amharitz. He was an Amharitz. He didn't know anything. What happens is as follows. Over the course of Kalbasavur's life, 
it obviously caused him tremendous pain that he wasn't able to share with, of his wealth with, with his daughter. I don't know how in touch with her he was, seemingly he wasn't. In the interim, what had happened is, Rachel, in her greatness, had literally built her husband into the god Lador. She'd encouraged him to learn, she'd supported him in his learning, she'd been behind him the whole way, and she took him from a simple shepherd who knew nothing, 24, year late, 24, year, 24 years later to the God Lador, and until this very day, the father of Tereshe Balpeh. So if you ever want to know who is the source of Tereshe Balpeh, it's a woman, Rachel. Because she built Rebbe Kiva, who built Tereshe Balpeh. So Rebbe Kiva comes back, after being away for 24 years, with 24,000 Talmudim trailing behind him. His wife, having no contact for 24 years, is overjoyed to see him. But he's surrounded by this mass of Talmudim, and they see a woman making her way towards him, and thinking it's very inappropriate, there's no open effort to let her go through. Rabbi Akiva spots her and immediately commands his Talmudim to make way. As she comes closer and closer towards him, he looks at the assembled crowd, the thousands and thousands, and he looks at his wife and he says, do not obstruct this woman because everything I have and everything you have belongs to her. In the interim, Kalbu Savua, unaware of what's occurred, only hears that a great Torah sage has come to the town. He's contrite over the fact that he's never been able to share of his properties with his daughter, and he wants to see if he can find some way of getting out of his nether. So he thinks, I'll go ask this God Hador. He doesn't know it's his son-in-law. He goes to Rabbi Akiva and he tells him the whole story. Rabbi Akiva doesn't let on that he's really the person that's under question. And Kalbasavu says, Can I have harata on the nether I made? So Rabbi Akiva says to him, What happens if you knew that your son-in-law wasn't an Amhaaretz? Would you have still made the nether? Says Kalbasavu. Even one Mishnah, even one Halacha, I wouldn't have made the neder. So Rabbi Kiva looks him in the eye and he says, Anahu, I am here. Toysus asked the Kasha, obviously meaning that he undid the neder and the neder was not the neder. Toysus asked the Kasha, he says, there's a problem. Ain't poiskin benoilad. You can't, you can't unwind a nether, you can't undo a nether on an event which will occur in the future which wasn't present at the time you made the nether. You can only undo a nether if the events that caused you to undo it were present. Meaning, if Rabbi Akiva would have been knowledgeable at the time the nether was made and you just lacked that information, so then you can say, had I known that then, I never would have made the nether. But if your nether was justified at the time you made it, because something occurs in the future, you can't undo it in the past. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. So Tosis asks the Kashi, he says, at the time Kalbu Savua made the nether, Rebbe Kiva was an Amaret, and how could Rebbe Kiva have undone it? 
So Tosus answers the massive Chiddush, which Revolbi used to say repeatedly in Shmuzin. He answers by saying that the timing of the neder of Kalbus was after Rabbi Akiva had already entered into Yeshiva. He wasn't the Talmud Chacham. He'd gone to learn in Yeshiva. Says Tosus. Sorry, I, I forgot one phrase in the, di- the dialogue between Kalbus and Rabbi Akiva. When Kalbazavu comes to Rabbi Akiva and he says, Can you renege my lawyer my, my neder? So Rabbi Akiva says to him the following phrase, Adaita the Gavra Rabba me nadart with the intention of having a godal batoira. Did you make the neder? And Kalbazavu says, What do you mean? I feel a Mishnah Achas, I feel Allah Achas. So Toysus asks, Dibra Maskal, Adaita the Gavra Rabba, it's a Gemarang Suris. What do you mean a Gavra Rabba? At the time that Rabbi Akiva was, he made the name, he wasn't a Gavarabba, he wasn't a great man. Tosus answers, he was already in Yeshiva. And it's the nature of a person in Yeshiva to become great. That's not called Noilad. That's called something which is present right now. Perhaps it's not visible to the eye, but a person in Yeshiva, he's already great. Fascinating Tosus. That was what the Mashkiach Ravalbi used to say consistently. That being in Yeshiva, is meant to breed godless Adam. It's meant to breed greatness. Al Koponim that serves to explain what we were saying in regard to how Acharatas Neder works. Unfortunately, we have run out of time to continue the sugya of this fascinating exposition of Chiva. We'll Imirtse Hashem continue tomorrow. Seems like everything that's related to you is forgiven, but old